Hello, my friends, and welcome back. Thank you very much for being with me again today. Well, some bad news, I think, um, <clears throat> for the Americans, for the U.S. petrodollar, and that comes from India and Russia. I think uh, <clears throat> the best deal um, was made by India, second by Russia, and no deal for United States of America. So remember, uh, the second club is forming right now, forming, not foaming, forming, <laughs> forming, and that is uh, if Russia is not disintegrated and bent over, it's going to be Russia, China, probably India, uh, Brazil, on you know South Africa, maybe Iran, uh, Argentina, Algeria, and a few more that are ready to uh, jump uh, ship which is they want to go under the protection of this, these guys and leave the other guy, which is United States, uh, out in the cold. So what's going on? It's going on exactly this. This is an article coming from Al-Mayadeen, an Arab um, news outlet. And it is from today at 10.38, I don't know exactly, uh, a.m. or p.m. But I think it was a.m. because I got it when I got it earlier. So, it says that India replaces U.S. dollars with dirhams in Russian oil trade, Reuters reports. So, Reuters reports that India and um, Russia seems to uh, started uh, cutting the U.S. petrodollars legs. Citing four sources with, with knowledge on the matter, Rush, uh, Reuters reports that Indian refiners and traders embarked on a paying for most of their Russian oil purchased via Dubai-based traders in United Arab Emirates dirhams instead of U.S. dollars. So, um, well, again, the Russians, do you like it or not, they are consistent in good times and in bad times, in good deeds and bad deeds, uh, you know. So they said they will do this, and here you have them. And I'm quoting, Russia has become India's largest oil supplier and significantly contributed to the country's energy security, end quote. This is what Russian ambassador to India, Denis Alipov, ter tersely stated while addressing the Indian Council of World Affairs, ICWA, Russian Council Dialogue on Thursday. Meanwhile, Indian refiners and dealers are anxious that they will no longer be able to settle trades in US dollars, especially if the price of Russian oil climbs above a December price cap imposed by the Group of Seven Nations and Australia. It's okay, you're going to still get a cheap uh, price and you're going to get a, how, how should I put it, certain amount. So you will have the certainty that you will receive that, the energy. If you make deals with some others and they don't like you, they will cut it off. I'm not saying that the Russians might not do that if they don't like India. But I, uh, anyway, I doubt that because they need one another. As a result, traders are looking for other payment methods, which could actually prove to be helpful in Russia's efforts to de-dollarize its economy in reaction to Western sanctions. It's not going to be only Russia. 
Saudi Arabia said is diversifying its uh, currency of uh, you know that could be used to buy their oil uh, and many other uh, you know Brazil and Argentina said they want to make a common currency called Sur South. Uh, Venezuela wants to jump in. Uh, the BRICS states will create their own currency. BRICS states, Brazil, India, uh, Russia, China, South Africa. South Africa said it's going to uh, use uh, indirect trade. And African countries, some African countries, will use uh, the ruble, I think, the, not the ruble, the, um, each country's currency and the ruble in direct trade with Russia ditching the dollar so it doesn't look good for the US dollar anyway now um, it says here that the previous attempts by Indian refiners to pay merchants for Russian crude in dirhams via Dubai banks failed forcing them to revert to US dollars however India's biggest bank the State Bank of India SBI is now not FBI SBI is now clearing these dirhams transfers, according to Reuters, revealing details of previously unreported transactions. It is worth noting that the G7 price cap forbids any Western entity, such as insurance and shipping services providers, from trading Russian oil if the purchase price is more than $60 per barrel at a loading point in Russia. This is true even if the oil is destined for countries such as China and India that do not recognize the cap. The SBI also requested that refiners wishing to make dollar payments for Russian crude produce a breakdown of the cost of the oil, freight and insurance, allowing it to verify trade and prevent breaking the cap, typically. Indian refiners purchase Russian crude from dealers at a price that includes delivery to India. So Indian refiners are buying Russian oil on a delivered, delivered basis to avoid any risks that may arise during shipment and the calculated cost at the, at the point of blah, 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 blah. The problem is these guys, uh, Indian refiners mostly purchase Russian crude from Dubai-based dealers. So... They're trying to uh, get rid of the U.S. dollar little by little, and they help um, Russia with that. And Russia helps them by... So Russia's uh, um, profit in all this is I will sell my oil and whatever else, and uh, I will have a market, since those guys are saying what they're saying. Russia said they will not provide any unfriendly country that imposes a $60 a barrel uh, will oil if they uh, they keep that. So that's done with that. They need the market. The market is Asia, obviously, and South Asia and East Asia. And I think they have some other uh, markets as well, Africa and uh, South America. But anyway, the biggest one is China and India, I think. So in, in this case, <clears throat> Russia has this market open. So the uh, demand is there. It's going to switch from the Western countries into the uh, Asia and the rest of the world more than they used to provide these guys in uh, Europe and so on. And even the United States was buying Russian oil. I think nine percent was Russian oil, nine or ten around that that area. And I don't think I don't know if they're not buying it still. I, I haven't heard of any embargo on Russian oil, 
from the United States because the Europeans shot themselves in the foot, but the United States is a-okay. So then there's Russia's advantage. Now, obviously, uh, India has a full supply, 100% of how much oil they want or natural gas and whatever else from Russia, and they do not have to pay it in dollars. So that's two advantages. Now, they didn't like it paying in uh, drichmas or whatever they, those are, but it's better probably for them to, uh, to eliminate the dollar. Uh, the United States, not good at all because Russians, the Russian oil is sold somewhere. There's market, there's a demand, they supply it, and they don't like that. And the little money that they get, you know, at a discount price, the Russians still get money back. And in the meantime, they're not going to use the petrodollar, which is very bad for the United States. But the trans, the, this avoiding the, uh, you know, the U.S. dollars uh, used, uh, it's not a big uh, percentage on the global scale. But, you know, uh, little by little. And uh, the Russians are already, you know, setting the foundation for what's to happen. And that's, if, if Russia doesn't collapse due to uh, all, all what the United States and its weasels are doing and whatever happens in, in Ukraine, then uh, China and uh, Russia will, they are like this already, but the other country will say, oh, look, these guys uh, withstood the, I don't know, the part of the West, so uh, maybe we can... Uh, join these guys and uh, we ask for protection here, therefore these guys cannot touch us. But there's going to be a lot of uncertainty over there and I'm assuming that uh, military will be used to bring back, convince uh, uh, people that the free world is better than the no free world. Uh, military will do the job. I am 99% certain. Why? Because that's the way they operate nowadays. They, they go to a country and say, well, we want... Uh, want to invest. Okay, well, we want investments. Yeah, but then we want some, uh, you know, some little advantages that we invest. Okay, all right. And then little by little, they take over. They create a monopoly over there. And when those guys say, well, a second, the country, it seems like you guys took over our resources. Hey, 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 hey are you communist here? And if they say, uh, well, we want the resources, we have to control, we take too much, you know, too much profit out of us, you just, uh, you know, exploit us, then they say, yeah, okay, uh, get get a Peru for you, or get a uh, Libya for you, a little, you know, a little uh, um, violation of some uh, rights all of a sudden in the country, and you might lose your seat, and it's a little regime change, and if the regime change doesn't work, then you send, send, I don't know, maybe NATO to figure things out, because some people are, you know, violating other people's rights, and NATO is the uh, global assigned uh, policemen. By whom? By themselves. By United States mainly. Not mainly, 100%. That's why you have these little countries, weasel countries, France, Great Britain, uh, Germany, all this coming with United States because they're part of the, you know, with the big shark here, we're gonna get a little piece of loot in the end. So, uh, we'll see. Thank you very much for being with me again today. Stay strong, stay smart, look for the truth, and be just.